You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 429 for May 4th, 2023. This week, we talk about peanut butter powder, allergies, big phones, earbuds, skin issues, and dinosaur lips. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Hooray, hooray. The first of May outdoor screwing starts today. It's not the first it's anymore. May third. Yeah. Yeah. I missed it. Sorry. <laughs> what was a uh, now what's the deal with May? <laughs> <laughs> it's a month <laughs> during the now, year. What's going on? Um what, what I, is supposed to I thought May first was April Fools, but it turns out I was a whole month, month behind. It's the month before. Who knew? I was a whole month behind. Um, May came about and my allergies just like kicked in immediately. So here I was thinking that I wasn't going to have allergies in Texas and I have this itchiest nose known to man. So maybe I should just, you know, light myself on fire, run and do a bridge. What's the pollen situation? Is it the situation where like there's that week where you wake up and all the cars are yellow, Mm. like with a fine layer of powdered sperms, tree Mm. sperm. Tree sperm. Tree load. <laughs> nothing, you, like a, you, nothing like tree wanna, loads on my car in the morning. You want to take that tree load? Oh. <laughs> give, um, give me that tree load, daddy. Oh, God. Yeah, grandma, <laughs> that's a whole new meaning to grandmother Willow. Wait, wait. Can we name this one tree loads? I'm going to make a note. Only two minutes in. We already, we already <laughs> ruined this I, episode. I want to... I want to get that out of the way so I don't have don't to have pay to attention think about for it. the rest of the <laughs> entire podcast. I'm I'm mentally checking out right now. Hell yeah. Um I don't I don't think that I'm allergic the pollen that you can see, I don't think I'm allergic to that. I I don't even know what I'm allergic to. It's I need to get an allergy test done, but you can't Cactuses? do an allergy test. No, it's Palm trees? Are there palm trees? Um there mm, there are palm trees here, but I don't see a lot of them. Uh, I think it's it's probably like oak and different tor- sorts of grasses. Cypress? Um, maybe. Isn't that a country? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cypress. Maybe. Aren't they in Eurovision? Cypress, I don't know. Isn't it those trees that grow in the bog? The swamp? Oh, yeah. With the really cool trunk stuff. Didn't you grow up in a bog? There was a bog nearby. There was even, a bog. I I don't think we had bogs up north near the Canadian border. I don't even know what a bog is. Is it like a swamp? It's a swamp. I mean, I I had never called it a bog before. Mm. Um, I have always called it a swamp. There was this interesting part where it was. I guess they had created like a dam, at, like a just out of dirt, mm-hmm. and one side of it was like cypress. Are those fucking cypress trees? Those, you know, the bog trees, cypress trees. Bog trees. Yeah, yeah, those. It was, oh, look it at was you. Those. Well, maybe it wasn't them. But maybe it was them. <laughs> and they would grow in the bog. And then on the other side, it was like food fields, growing food fields. And it would flood and it would look like the ocean. Whoa. It was like a huge, massive, flooded, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen I, a swamp. Oh, really? It's just gross. Yeah, it just sounds gross. It sounds hot and humid. It sounds like mosquitoes would be there. Mosquitoes. They, there was this swamp in Arkansas where they caught this. There's some like extinct bird and they heard it there. The dodo? And then they were like, I guess it's not extinct. And then I don't know if we ever saw it again, but it might be there. I mean, if it was rediscovered in Arkansas, someone probably went out and shot it. <laughs> it's, it was probably banned. It's extinct, extinct again. Goodbye. Um. What were we talking about? Bogs. Uh, allergies. Oh, ask me, ask me about my new phone. Oh, yeah, we can talk about you, I guess. Um, so you finally got your new Motorola Razor flip phone. So I'll tell you, I got the Samsung Galaxy Z Flop 4, and I sent it back. Oh, no. This was, this was your <laughs> favorite thing a week ago. It, you had it, it for less. It wasn't my favorite. Did you no, talk about I didn't it last use week? It. I, I think, yes, last week I mentioned to you I had finally got a new phone, and it was my first non-Pixel phone in like seven years or something. Oh, Seven okay. or eight years. And I had, I received it, I activated it for about a day, and I was like, no, this isn't going to work out. Because, mm. and I realized something. So it kept trying to get me to sign in. Like, it wanted me to sync everything across Google, which mm-hmm. it already is. 
Right. But then also Samsung. And oh. I said, no, thank you. No, thank you. And it kept and harassing it, you? It kept harassing me because, of course, it's Android, but with Samsung's Blower. One UI or whatever over right. on top of it. And I, I couldn't get on board with it. It also, the phone is quite large and quite heavy. Oh, for your for your gentle little princess hands. For my gentle hands, mm-hmm. long fingers. Long, though. very spindly. Very long mm-hmm. fingers. Very thin, um, very long. And I said, no, I don't think this is for me. So I packed it up, sent her back. Wow. Now, when you, when you think of a phone that folds, you think the purpose of this phone is to be smaller than a regular phone. Yes, I would assume. But like, also, we're in this day and age where like, foldable smartphones are we're like we're at the very beginning of that like kind of becoming a thing that people may actually well, want well we're at the fourth generation it's right. year four even and five of a lot of these yeah so it's it and, was a big phone for you apparently well the screen size is 6.7 inches so it unfolds to be like a katana like i <laughs> Fucking was wielding this katana. The Samsung Galaxy Flop 4 katana. I was like Kill Bill in my neighborhood. Oh my girl. I put on in the yellow jumpsuit. I don't look good in yellow and I still did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you I bet you look like the phone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This the um, katana. (laughs) When it folds up, it's so thick. It's like a craft block of cheddar cheese. Yeah, it's like a tiny little cheater. Huge, huge. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I got the one that folds, you know, like a like an old-fashioned clamshell phone, like an old maiden type of phone. Yeah, an old maiden type of dress. Yeah, obviously, not, not I would that assume... folds out to a tablet. Yeah, right. and, and it, it was not going to work for me. I said, no, thank you. I sent it back, and I'll probably get the 7A. Oh, yeah. but I also realized I'm just as bad as iPhone users because <gasps> I, I am locked, locked into, into Pixels. Eastern. You're locked into the ecosystem. Yeah. I, Not even just like Android ecosystem. You're locked pixel. into that specific I need, pixel. Mm-hmm. I need vanilla Android. I need the a same quick, way speedy that, vanilla. I don't want to skin. Yes, I want to be able to do whatever I want on it. Everything transfers easily. Like mm-hmm. I could, I Samsung has an app that you can download that you can transfer all your stuff. Allegedly didn't work correctly. It actually didn't transfer the apps that like Samsung had its own versions of, which was mm. really annoying. Um, so it wasn't like going from pixel to pixel phone where you plug both phones into each other and it just turns into your old phone, but right. better. I bet you that the experience of going from a Samsung Galaxy whatever phone to this is probably as seamless as it is for us going from pixel to pixel. Oh, yeah. I bet that the people once who are Samsung in, locked in. Yeah, once you're locked into that Samsung ecosystem, it's probably the same exact experience that we're having. Only like they all have horrible taste i agree with that i think the people (laughs) the people who have told me they're locked into samsung in my twitch chat told me that it's like a hostage situation they don't like it exactly the only thing i'll say that makes us better than Mm -hmm. iphone users well you're fine if you're an iphone user i get the appeal i i I just want i want some more options but if you've ever been if you've ever said the phrase oh you have a green bubble then you are uh, annoying. Yeah, you're. You you're are annoying. a bad. You're a bad iPhone person. user and a but, bad person. Yeah. But also, like we talked about this before, we should all be moving away from SMS. We should all be using fucking I don't know WhatsApp, Telegram, like Telegram, WhatsApp. move away from all that shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like most people, most normies, are like using either WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, and like everyone else except for the U.S. has moved on from text messaging. Like 10, 15 years ago. Like, high school kids care so much. Like, my friend, who's a high school teacher, said the kids are rabid about blue text bubble, green text bubble. And they like shun you. I wish that life was that simple, that that was my main issue. (laughs) Well, that That sounds so nice. That and it's like, I think we should treat adults. If an adult is going around saying, oh, green bubble, a blue bubble, mm-hmm. we should treat them like they're a kid. Look, right. Well, not that we should treat kids badly. We but should. we should treat them but as second class citizens is what you're we saying. Should treat, we should treat them. <laughs> we should treat them badly like we treat kids badly. We should treat them. We should look down on them. And with with disrespect. 
Nobody thinks about high school students being respectful. Yes. Right. No one's looking at high school kids and being like, oh, that's what society should be. We should treat them as if they're automatically wasting our time, which they are, (laughs) probably. (laughs) I don't have time for this. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's, oh, we should treat it as a juvenile discussion is what Mm -hmm. we should do. Juvenile meaning uh, stupid and beneath us. So basically how I treat every time my mom calls me and she's like, I have the TV on the cable box and I can't get it back to Hulu. She's on the other side. She's moved. She's at the other end of that spectrum. We're at the middle part where we're still, we know things, but we're going to forget them. We're We're going to forget them and we're going to be those, our parents. It's going to be awful. Yeah. It's a, it's a pendulum and it's a pendulum once. And then we're dead. And it swings right into our face and it kills us. That um, nice little part where you're in the middle and you understand things is pretty nice. Yeah, that's Then you swing spot. back. And it's over. Mm-hmm. So you talked about this phone last week. I, I guess, yes, you are right. It wasn't your favorite thing. But you were, I remember you saying, like, everyone tells me it's going to be shitty, but I want to try it out for myself. <laughs> you, and, and which is okay. fine. But wh- I, I remember you saying that, like, not necessarily that you like knew that you were going to like it, but you were excited for something different. You were excited to like try it, and so I yes, feel like that I you, was excited to try something. You new. had a refreshing amount of optimism going into it, but it wasn't like blind faith. So I'm not no, totally surprised, but also like I that's was, a quick turnaround of you returning it. I knew it wasn't going to work out because mm-hmm. I sometimes you just know a mother knows. It, it was heavy. It was mm. so heavy. And I'm used to, I'm still using my Pixel 5. And I'm, I've am i been following, so of course the 7A is coming out this next week, the Pixel mm-hmm. 7A. And then I've been reading the rumors about the next, next release, the, the 8. Isn't the rumor the that they're going to be bigger? Not the 8. They're saying the 8s are going to be smaller than the 7s. Okay. But they're still going to be bigger than the 7A. The 7A is going to be, is basically like the smallest phone since the 5. Which gotcha. is what I have, and I'm like, I can That's deal with I that. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want something. I don't want a massive screen. She's petite. A petite. I'm. I am 100 percent against this movement of bigger phones is better. Right. Well, I don't. I don't know what to do with it. I can't hold it. It's Too much heavy. real estate. It's just so it's heavy so for heavy. your for your fragile little bones that are made out I of have, glass. I've given myself a tension headache before from holding up a phone too long. I don't know how you survive <laughs> day to day. You need to be in one of those like bubbles. You need to be a I, bubble boy. I've given myself a tension headache from holding the phone up too long. It hurts. I feel like, honestly, I feel like that was, it's just the microwaves that were traveling inside of your brain and scrambling it. Yeah. <laughs> also that. Um... Speaking of microwaves, I have a question for you. Okay. I went to see the dermatologist this past week for her to check out all the macaroni pieces that I have stuck to my body. I called it macaroni art, and she just told me that she doesn't want to see me anymore, and she's referring me to someone else. Um, I, well, I, I didn't discover. She discovered a patch of psoriasis on my body, and I think it's over for me. I have to tell you, I don't know what psoriasis is. <laughs> I didn't either. It, I know it's an it autoimmune disorder. Psoriasis. I think I know how to. No, I don't know how P.S. to spell it. P S O R I S I S. Okay, so it's what I thought it was. Right. Visually, it's a scaly rash. Is mm-hmm. what I what Google's saying. I'm turning um, into a scaly. I didn't know that it was like a. Um, is it what causes it? Black psoriasis. Black. I don't know. Yeah. So the psoriasis that I have, it's like it's right at the at the fold at the back of my left knee. And it's like itchy. It's itchy and slightly swollen. And it's been like that since I moved to Texas. And sometimes it's itchy and sometimes it's not. Um, it seems like a very uh, light form of psoriasis. But I had to get a cream for it, a steroid cream. And we're going to see if she goes away. But like, I've never like this has I've never had any sort of skin issues like psoriasis or eczema ever in my entire life until I moved down here to Texas. So I don't know if it's like because of like my living situation, if I'm like sitting longer or if it's the humidity or if it's just like something in the air that's triggering 
it's my dry, body to do it? something. It's, is it? No, it's more humid here in in Austin compared to where oh. I live. Montana is extremely lower. dry. Yeah, you're so, down. I'm down. I'm down. I'm closer, closer to sea level than usual. But I mean, you are the the epitome of perfect skin. And I mean, you've talked about how your body has deteriorated in multitudes of other different ways. But I don't think you've ever had or you, I don't think you've ever talked about ever having any skin issues. One time I had this. OK, it was never diagnosed. But it's when I lived in Seattle, I lived in Seattle. I was shaving a lot for work. I mm. had to shave more often than my skin could heal. Oh. And I shaved and it I guess it got really irritated and it like never went away for like months. It and like, it oh. turned into like this breading, skin eating disease. <laughs> Yeah, y'all don't know this about me. Excuse me? I, I, you know, we've got through it. But it, you know, it like spread. It was like on the left side of my face uh, to a bit, to a size, I would say about two quarters, two quarters big. What? You know, a quarter. And it was, it would not heal. It would not heal. And it would get uh, scabbed and it would get dry. Was it itchy? yeah, it's sort of itchy, but like it was made so much worse because uh, really, because uh, fucking stubble was trying to grow there as well. So it and was like to shave a it wound off. Yeah. that a, a wound that hair was growing through, which was not the move. And then finally I got a um, I think she just gave me a I think she just gave me antibiotic ointment with aloe vera, Interesting. which I had already been putting on it. But then it just kind of went away after a few months but it was weird oh, and that's God. the especially that's the time i've had like something weird especially having something on your face like the most oh, yeah. inconvenient oh place. and let me tell you this is during my bb cream phase do you oh, remember bb cream oh and i'll tell you day. i was walking around like boo boo the clown with caked on bb cream mm-hmm. over this fucking scab ass face no wonder. And I, no and wonder people I ran away around, from you in Seattle. Walking around thinking nobody could tell. No one could clock this, honey. No one could mm. clock the flesh-eating <laughs> disease on my face. The brain-eating amoeba that took home on your cheek. And then I also have this thing on the top of my foot, and the doctor called it an afterbirth mark. And I said, what? First of all, I've never given birth. Second of all, what? <laughs> you know how you can have birthmarks? Yeah. Oh, you like know what a birth after, mark is. not okay. Because when people, when you say the word afterbirth, I imagine <laughs> like I the placenta after a birth. That's where the placenta fell, and it burned a hole in my foot. Yeah, the placenta was made out of fucking hydrochloric acid, and it <laughs> fell on your foot. So when I was a teenager, like there was this red spot on the top of my foot. There still is. How big? And it would uh, about the size of a quarter. About the size of a quarter. Girl, you and need to stop eating feel... quarters. It felt like there was pressure on it. Like it felt like something was resting on it. And I was oh. like, this is weird. So I had it checked out and um, it would sometimes get like kind of scaly and like kind of veiny and or not like veiny, but like bleed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I went to the doctor and he was like, oh, that's just a it's an, an afterbirth mark. And I was like, and he never explained it. He never told me I needed anything else for it. Maybe you should stop going to witch doctors for your dermatology needs, because it sounds like that they aren't really doing much for you. First of all, I'm not sure about this doctor in general, but... (laughs) First of all, call him out. But, yeah. I don't know if he's practicing anymore. Hopefully not. um, It was... Yeah, it's still there to this day. It Does it bother you at all? No, I don't feel the pressure on it anymore. It's just... Now it just looks like a birthmark. It's red. Is it raised at all? No, it's not raised. Interesting. Very smooth, very silky. My feet are very smooth. Mm-hmm. Yes, princess feet. My feet are very smooth. Size size so how, three well, toddler feet. How big is your psoriasis patch? Um, I would say like if you lined, since we're going with quarters, if you lined like three quarters in a row, that's about like that sort of oval size because it's like right in the fold. I love talking about my folds, you know. Did Nothing you like notice it before she folds. noticed it? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. So like I made this dermatology appointment because A, I needed to like get someone to refill my tretinoin prescription, my my ketocotazole shampoo. Like I haven't been I haven't had one <laughs> since I moved down here. All of my all my drugs. I needed a new drug sure. down here that was uh-huh. local. 
Um, Wait, your it, what shampoo? Ketoconazole shampoo for my seborrheic dermatitis, a.k.a. dandruff. Oh, okay. Uh, continue. Okay. Are you writing this down? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to spell that for you? No. Absolutely uh, not. No. So this started developing as soon as I moved down here to Texas. And then, like, we, we had Christmas. And I, like, visited my parents a couple times. I showed my sister. She's an RN. And she was like, I don't know what this is, but you should go to a dermatologist and look at it. So I made an appointment, finally got one. And so I showed it to her at the appointment. And she was like, this is probably psoriasis. I'm going to give you a cream. So I was like, thanks, girl. So who knows? Maybe it'll maybe it'll eat me alive, like one of Joe's skin infections. When I tell you, do you know what I I slept trying to get rid of that? I would put on like um, oint, you know, uh, antibiotic ointment, right? Just whatever, and I would wrap in order to get it to stay on overnight. I would wrap my face. I would put like a mummy on it, and then wrap my face like a mummy. I could not <laughs> open my mouth, and I would lay like literally on my back with my hands crossed in front of my chest, mm-hmm. literally mummy. Yeah. Girl, yeah. that's, that's me when I put my tret on at night. Because another question that I asked her, I'm relaying this information to people. I asked her how long it took for like the tretinoin to seep into your skin at night. Because like when I'm asleep, I'm a thrasher. My I'm you know rubbing my face against the pillow. Like who knows? It's like I'm I'm at war when I'm asleep. Like I rip the pet bed apart. Nightmares. And so I wanted to make sure that, like, I wasn't putting this tretinoin on my face, falling asleep, and then immediately accidentally rubbing it off on my pillow. And she said that, like, it it takes about, like, 10 to 15 minutes for it to, like, soak into your skin and you're fine. As long as it's, like, dry on your face. Yeah. But I was concerned because I was, like, I I didn't know how long. And I was, like, I don't want to waste this fucking tretinoin. And so I would put it on my face right before I got to bed. I'd crawl into bed and I'd just lay on my back and do nothing for, like, a half hour. And try to not go to That's like weird. not fall asleep. Why do you now? Why are you? Why am I, I trying? Get ready, well, n- n- well, you <laughs> need to try. I understand that because I've seen you. Mm-hmm. But the desperation. I've seen the de- yes. <laughs> um. You, so I get ready for bed and then I like do some stuff. Right. I'm not like getting ready for bed and then immediately face down on the pillow. Right. See, I, I do the same thing, except the last thing I do before I go to bed, because I was I was so concerned that like the light. Why haven't I talked about this before? I was that the so light was deactivating the tretinoin. Yes, I was concerned that like the light from my phone or the computer screen was deactivating my tretinoin. <laughs> and guess what? It's totally fine. <laughs> it's you only, it's oh, only okay, sunlight. Okay. Um, And so like I would do my bathroom work, get my PJs, wash my face, you know, do that whole thing. And then I'd, you know, finish up my dishes or like watch a Netflix show. And then the thing that I did right before I crawled into bed was put on my tread. So I can cool off a little bit on that routine, apparently. What is this like 11th hour trying to salvage? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, the ship is sinking and I have the bucket and I'm trying as fast as I can to get as much water out of the Titanic as it, right, it just hit the iceberg, honey. It hit the iceberg like five years ago and it's like, it's it's got, it cracked in half, like there's water everywhere. I know how you treat yourself and you treat your body and you treat (laughs) your skin in the past and it's just like this from zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a, like it's desperation, it's like honey. The ship is sinking. There's not enough lifeboats. It's my come to Jesus moment. Women and children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Well, you know, I guess it's never too late. It's well, never too late it, to yeah. try. That is I mean, so not it true. It might be though. too late. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, it's good. It's good. To, it's good to get things looked at and taken care of. So not proud to of not you. to pat my own ass, but the dermatologist said that my the skin on my face is looking really good. So thank you. This, the rest of my body, though, we don't want to talk about. Speaking of skin, I do mm. have an article. Oh, how timely! Now, if you were, let me ask you a question: Have mm. you ever thought about mm, smooching a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Uh, no. But I'm sure that's Nibbling a sexuality. Um, well, I'll tell you right now. This is on Gizmodo. Jurassic, it says, sorry, Jurassic Park. T-Rex had lips. This sounds somewhat familiar. Let me Now, let me tell you about... So, okay. Tyrannosaurus Rex. You're thinking of them in Jurassic Park. Where are the teeth? Sticking out of the mouth. They're, even when the mouth is closed, the teeth are around the sides. Right. You know, they're exposed teeth. Mm-hmm. No lips. Lipless. So... 
there's this research team. They studied toothware across a long range of theropod species, compared it to the state of toothware of modern reptilian groups that both have and don't have teeth coverings, alligators, iguanas, murder, murder lizards, and okay. they published <laughs> okay. publish their findings. So it says it's not so much as like lips like we're thinking, like Kylie Jenner lip kit. <laughs> you yes, know. I need I need a pumped up lips on a T Rex. This is not like a smoochy mammal mouth. We're talking we're not, about like yeah. You're not like making out with a mouse. Do mouse have lips? Yeah. Does mouse have no? Oh. Do hamsters? I haven't smooshed a hamster. I don't think Piggy has lips. Oh yeah, do, do dogs, dogs have lips? Have lips? Well they kinda have kinda oh, do. dogs do have lips. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well anyway. Um they had lips, but it's more like it's called labial scales. I don't like that. And no, I shouldn't say that. That's anti woman. Not lips in the mammalian sense, but it says it's akin to the soft tissue structures of like a Komodo dragon. Okay. Um, they talk about how these would have protected theropods' serrated teeth over the course of their lives, prevented dentition from wearing down, which I think is a fancy word for teeth. Mm. Um, and they're, they're, in the studies, the theropod teeth did not show that. So that's why they're thinking that they had these lips, these types of lips. So they have all these like reproductions and it's weird to see like a T-Rex head with lips, with the mouth closed. And they don't even really look like lips. It's just a closed, like a closed lizard mouth, you know, not, not a closed crocodile mouth. But a closed other lizard mouth. Right. It's more akin and to that. And then open them. Yeah. It's very interesting. Did you... I mean, I know we're both homosexuals, correct? Mm-hmm. Did you... I feel like it's it's a cliche slash fairly common for kids to go through a dinosaur phase. Did you go through a dinosaur phase? Um, I, I mean... Not an obsession. I went through an ancient Egyptian obsess- obsession. Oh, I, my as best a kid. friend had that. She had that disorder. That was um, that's the first career I ever wanted was to be an Egyptologist. Same with her because of uh, Tomb Raider Four. I I don't know why. I think for her it was because she loved the movie The Mummy, which is a good movie, honestly. Valid, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she was obsessed. Yeah, that's a good obsession. But like, why is it? Why is it that like? Uh, like boys, young young boys growing up, this like dinosaur obsession. Cause like I have many a cousin that grew up and was obsessed with dinosaurs when they were like at this specific age. Like is it just like how our brains um, work? I or- think that like the way dinosaurs are portrayed is in a very like cool. masculine oh, yeah. traded like mo- dinosaurs are basically monster trucks, but lizards. Do you know that what I mean? That is such a good comparison. They're like, they're transformers. They're, yeah. And that's not saying that like, uh, that's just, that's saying they're masculine, not that they're men only. But they like you battle. Know, traits. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're. There's destruction Shown involved. as they're like dragon, you know, dragon-esque type things. Right, they're big beasts. Um, Interesting. Yeah, that's kind of how they're marketed, I feel like. But, oh uh, God. yeah. Ma- monster Ooh, truck it's weird. lizards. Dinosaurs are marketed. That's yeah, weird. that's true. Yeah, they are. Marketed. They're dead. God, they've been dead, girl. Oh, they're except long dead, they're actually girl. not because crocodiles and birds is what dinosaurs are. Well, right, but I mean the the first gen. Do you know what's weird? What? Let's have that conversation. Okay, so not the bird dinosaur conversation. Gi- no, 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 no. That's fa- that's that's fact. Now, giant sloths. You know about giant sloths? Giant. Love, they love were a giant. Sloth. Giant centipedes, giant spiders. There used to be giant versions of literally everything. Ugh. And when you think of, and now all those things are small. We have regular size small sloths. We have mm-hmm. small spiders. We have small, small centipedes. centipedes. Right. They're, everything used to be so much bigger. That's literally just what dinos- happened to dinosaurs. They're, they just got smaller and changed. They just, yeah. They Now they're lizards, crocodiles, and birds. It's the exact same thing. What if... Little spider monkeys. And people, like, can't grasp it. What if humans aren't the evolution of monkeys? What if monkeys are the evolution of us? 
and we eventually turn into little spider monkeys. Well, we're not the evolution of monkeys. We're from a common ancestor, but we are not. Did you take school? Did you do school? No, no, I didn't have that. <laughs> I thought you didn't either. That's, that, I thought that's why we got to bond over that. No, the first, because my science teacher refused to teach uh, science evolution in high school. The first right. class I took in college was anthropology. Right. It's like, since, I, since it was illegal for me to learn about how humans evolved in high school, I, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I get to college. And so the first thing they talked about was like knocking down how religious people talk about, oh, we didn't, we, how did we come from monkeys? But yeah. like, we didn't. That's Basically, not what uh, yeah. Evolution Here's what you missed says. on Glee. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway. I want to be a gorilla. Birds. Do you? Yeah. Well, I already have the gorilla brain, so I just, I need the rest of the body to match. I feel so bad for, like, okay, there's the two types of zoos kind of situation. There's, like, conservation, mm-hmm. and, I, and I get conservation, but then, like, sometimes it still makes me sad because you go to the zoo, and have you ever locked eyes with a fucking primate at the zoo? Um, I like don't a gorilla orangutan. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen a gorilla IRL. To be quite are honest. you kidding me? No, because like wh- when I I grew up in Montana, we don't have zoos. We have grizzly bears in our backyard, and like no one lives in that state, so isn't that's isn't, not like, the same? I no, it's not the same. But like since no one lived in our state, we didn't have like a state zoo. So like I didn't grow up around a zoo. What I grew up on, you need to go was, to the zoo in Austin. I do. What I grew up on was when the circus was in town, which is exponentially worse. Um, because those yeah, animals that's not conservation. are not getting conserved. Those animals are abused, baby. Um, so I don't think, I mean, I've, I've seen like little monkeys, but in terms of like a large primate, I don't think I've ever seen one with my own two eyes face to face. They scare me. Yeah. Well, you look at their eyes and they are literally just like our eyes and you look at them and you're like, oh, you're having thoughts. Yeah. Aren't you not supposed to look at them straight in the eyes? Don't they turn you to um, stone? <laughs> that's a basilisk. <laughs> that's Medusa. That was, oh, that's, that's Medusa. A, that's Medusa. Which which zoo is she at? Um, I don't know. I don't I don't really care about snakes, which are also probably dinosaurs. I don't know. Wow, we're really getting deep. Or maybe they're centipedes. But at the Little Rock Zoo, there was mm-hmm. this big gorilla that was literally there from the time I was born until it may have died just like kind of recently. Mm-hmm. But like I saw this gorilla like every couple years when the school took a field trip. You grew up and with that gorilla. I grew up like this granola. This granola, this granola gorilla. Me. Like it would just all the kids like line up. It's an it's a um an elevated uh, walkway, and like the gorillas are down below in like right. this forest place. But they can it like the kids would line up on this like elevated walkway, and it would just stare, and you're just like. What are you thinking? Uh, this thing, this thing knows what's going on. Right. It knows it's in a zoo. It's know it's it knows it's in captivity. Like right. this thing is a very aware of the situation. Yeah. She's lucid. I'm on the outside and they're on the inside. Like an octopus. Octopuses. Octopusy. Mm. Octopuses know things. Yeah, they like they actively try to escape their enclosures. Well, yeah, but like everything does that. Well, I mean, like a goldfish doesn't. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, anyways, is the DC Zoo, like, I mean, it's is free. It, is, like, on an ethical scale of 1 to 10, what are the best zoos to, not even, no, I don't think I should, I don't think you should support a zoo. You should support, like, a wildlife sanctuary, or is that just, like, a greenwash term for a zoo? Um, I personally don't think I'm educated enough on the situation either. of, yeah, what, counts as like a conservation situation um but like i don't i i see people working with animals at zoo and i don't think that those are evil people right i think it's definitely circumstantial of like what does that zoo do to like support or like well there's like that zoo in like who there was that zoo that was like painting a donkey striped to tell people they had a zebra not in the united states somewhere (laughs) in the world that was like painting and then there's like those those zoos where an elephant will like live on concrete its whole life, yeah. never touch the ground. Exactly. So, you know, that's a problem. 
Yeah, like I, I want to, I would love to go visit a place that was like a sanctuary for animals that were like saved from the pet trade or something. I know there's lots of those around. That'd be a, uh, n- a well, nice place to support. Carol Baskin, she does exactly that. Is well, I think hers is she closing. I think it's closing. I think her park is closing. Where is that even at? I forgot. Florida. Florida. Um, I don't remember the circumstances if it's like a happy closure or a not happy closure. But like, I think the goal of those places, because those animals can't be put back in the wild. I don't know right. anything about her specific park. I'm speaking towards like, uh, you know, the places. I don't know. I really don't know anything about hers. Um, but they're non-releasable. Right. They can't. They can't be put back. So they need to be somewhere. Right. Um. I don't know. Animals are weird. We're weird. It's weird that we think we can like have animals. I was reading this article, uh, article about <laughs> the ethics of even owning like cats and dogs. And there mm. are people who think it's like unethical. Here are the reasons. And I was well, like, oh, I agree with a lot of these. Yeah, I bet, I bet there's a lot of a lot of things to agree with. But but also like in the cat world, apparently, like first it was. We got to st- stop declawing our cats because we were literally cutting their fingers off. And now it is um, it. You shouldn't have a cat that lives outdoors and indoors because like the amount of damage that a cat does to like bird and wildlife outdoors is like exponential compared to like if but they just also, lived indoors. Is it? But is, is it, it ethical, ethical to keep it inside? To never let this animal go outside. Yeah, I right, was reading where it, about that. Like, right, it's like it gets you thunking. It could have a space, but it needs to be like an enclosed space. It Get can't, it a catio. Can access birds. Yeah, I don't know. There are too many birds. They wake me up every day. That's true. Fuck them. Speaking of catios, girl, all my herbs are sprouting. Well, that's like good. A week. That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, good. Yeah, they aren't dead. Apparently, the, if you put seeds in the ground and water them, they sprout. So that's my update on my garden. Thank you, all the people that... Someone sent me, like, a whole list of, like, how to take care of your rose bush, and I'm following that to a T. And then they sent me pictures of their roses, and they're beautiful. It's very nice. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, you know, living my green thumb fantasy and you're over here, you know, with your green thumbs up your ass, just twiddling. I have four plants and I keep them all very healthy and very alive. They're very and healthy and very They're alive. very healthy. Thank you very much. We get pretty good light. Um, one of ours, though, it was, did you know, there's like a bajillion different kinds of snake plants. And I don't know oh, what yeah. kind this one is. It's like a weird loopy kind. I have and one in my bathroom. It's where it lives. When I tell you, this one went through some trauma like a mm. few a few months ago. And I I picked it up from its pot and there were no roots. <laughs> it, what? what did it, it has go gr- through? It has green World leaves. World War Three. It is literally alive and growing, but you can pick it up because it doesn't have roots. And so we're trying to encourage it to grow roots. So now we're <laughs> we're trying to we're like we're trying and it's actually working. We have it in a in a jar of just water. And it has all of these like little feathery, like very feathery things that are starting to grow out of this stub. But literally, it was just sitting on top of the soil like a fucking tumbleweed. It lost its it, it's legs a mini, in the war. Mini, mini plant in my get NI. A, get it a little uh wheelchair. Um, it's just it's it was so weird how that it sounds just, wild. It just is a has been alive. And pretty How? okay. I, I think um, snake plants don't have like huge root systems in the first place, but it's weird. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure snake plants are fairly resilient. That's why everyone has a snake plant because they're difficult to yeah, kill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you cut off like half its body, like its root system's gone and it's still chilling. Well, Wild. what happened was we replanted it, we repotted it a few months ago and I was ripping off, not ripping, but like removing some of the, it had some brown, some of the leaves that turned brown, and I was taking them off. I took one of them off, and it peeled off the entire root system with it. The mm-hmm. root system was attached to this one brown leaf. And wow. I was like, okay, I guess you're okay. So I put it back in the dirt, and I just never grew roots. It just stayed alive and never had roots. 
me since I'm never having children. I'm just staying alive. Plants are wild. Not growing so roots. Yeah, it's it's vibing. Good for her. Honestly. Good for her. Good for her. She's vibing. She's just vibing. We have two snake plants. We have a pothos and then we have a um an umbrella plant. I don't know what kind of the indoor plant that I have, my mom bought for me at the grocery store when they were moving me in. And I don't know what it is, but I'm keeping it alive. She's still kicking. Good for you. Look at me. I know how to water things once a week. Justin brought home this umbrella plant. And I think it's technically two umbrella plants. I don't know if they're connected down there. And I looked it up and it's like, oh, indoors, it can grow up to eight feet. And I was like, no. (laughs) She said no. She's getting pruned, honey. We're not doing that. Yeah, you can keep it small. And I was like, I'm going to have to be very vigilant because this thing grows really fast. Yeah, at the t- towards the beginning of the pandemic, I remember my mom um, was she rescued many plants from my dad's office from his little office space because they were not doing well. And she like brought them all back to life. She brought them home. And like one of them is a snake plant and it's going throughout her entire kitchen. It's like going around in a circle. It's wild. Wait, a snake plant? I mean, that's not a vine, though. No, then it must not be a snake plant. It's like one of probably the most like common. Probably like a pothos. It probably it's it's one of the most common vine house plants. Snake plants are the ones that grow like straight up, and they're right. like sticks. They're like fans, right? The kind yeah. of fan like. Yeah, that's the one I have. Not a snake plant. I don't remember what it was. Some sort of vine. Probably a pothos. And <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Anyways, plant gaze. Look at us. This is what happens when we don't I have guess. children. But you, one of these plants starts turning on me. Like, I do try to keep them alive. I'm the one who waters them and cares for them because Justin overwatered them, and that's how we got fungus gnats. Exactly. But if one of them started turning on me or becoming unwieldy, I'd throw it out the window. Right. You don't want it to wield a katana. I'm keeping the plant. The plant's not keeping me. Right. You're keeping that fucker in line. Anyway, should we do cheese? <sighs> Let's do cheese. It's cheese of the week. Um, I bought some more Gruyere at the Trader Joe's today, but that's not, not here nor there, Gruyere. What about you? Do you have a cheese? I'm trying to think of what I ate this week. I don't know what I ate this week. Oh, um, no. No? I made pizza. Ooh. Maybe that was last week. Mm. But I do that often, and it's not really special. Mm. Um. Oh, mm. the cheese of the week can be the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 4 that I returned. <laughs> No, That's what was it? my cheese of the week. What was the real name? It was Sam Suck Galaxy Sam Flop. Sam Suck Galaxy Z Flop 4. <laughs> Z Flop 4. Z Flop 4. <laughs> if you're going to make a folding phone, it better, when it folds, it better be as thin as an unfolded phone. Yeah. That's the, that's the only reason. That's the reason. I guess with four generations, we're just not there yet. We're not. I don't even care about the crease in the screen. I really don't. Because I'm not going to open the phone. I'm not going to answer it. <laughs> I just wanted you a bought a $1,000 brick that you're not going to use. I didn't. Just return it. I did not pay $1,000 for it. I paid like 500 and something. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Well, it was. it's literally like it doesn't $300, matter $400 off on Google Fi. Yeah, I wonder why. dollars off or something. I, I wonder why it was, how, it was on that much of a discount. Probably because no one's fucking buying them. No, because on Google Fi, every phone is so discounted because all you have to, it's like, we'll give you this discount if you stay on Google Fi for at least 120 days. And I'm like, well, I am. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I'm not switching. Give me the discount, girl. Anyway, that's my cheese. <sighs> Anyways, um, I'm trying to think, do I have a cheese? I don't think I have a cheese. I, I bought. What's this Gruyere? Oh, it's just it, Trader Joe's Gruyere. Yeah, it's a, it's not even a French Gruyere. It was made in the states. It was it was on sale. I just used What's it to the cheese? melt things. Ex- melt exceptional. Things. Oh, cheddar? the the unexpected cheddar. Unexpected. T- you'll go to Trader Joe's before you die, maybe, and you'll be able unexpected to taste it. Unexpected cheddar. Now, where is this actually from? Because I don't Trader, know. There's not like a Trader Joe's cheese farm. No, no, no. But I they what is it? They they private label or they white label or what a, I, I, but they put I, their label on like something right but they, they they get made they don't usually reveal like who their distributors are like people have clocked them before because they're like exactly the same like there's lots of things from costco that are like costco kirkland signature brands that are like rebranded for trader joe's but in terms of this cheese like i have no idea who makes this cheese 
but it's good cheese. I'm sure if there's um, one person on this earth that could find out who makes the unexpected cheddar, it's you. Uh, well, I just Googled it. And so there's a website called Trader Joe's Rants. Oh, yeah. And it looks like in 2018, they talked about unexpected cheddar. They ra- they gave it a rave. They okay. said the hype is justified. Um, it's a bit different from classic cheddars. They do talk about Cabot Extra Sharp. That's what it's similar to? Well, maybe not. They say it's not, but it, you know, I can't, I don't know what, I don't know. <laughs> they say it goes good with fruit. It goes good with fruit. Eat well, it with fruit. Maybe one of these days you'll pick it up. I love when there's cheddar, sharp cheddar, and extra sharp cheddar, and very sharp cheddar. You like doing a little a little uh, taste comparison between those? So Cabot cheeses, do you know her? Yeah. Are you going to talk about the Cabot rating system? They have Vermont sharp. They have extra sharp. Like, I don't know if Vermont sharp. Oh, they have Vermont seriously sharp. Carl, how many sharps do you need? Hold on, I'm here. I'm on their page now. So we've got... (laughs) Give me the graph. um, Oh, wow. Yeah, we've got... Let me do it by cheddar. Specialty cheeses. Legacy collection. Girl. Girl. (laughs) They've got seriously sharp. Vermont seriously sharp. Vermont sharp. Extra sharp. Um, Those are the ones I'm saying. They've got mild cheddar. If you're buying mild cheddar cheese, you're not coming to my house. Sad. Sad. Yeah, I want to know what the rating system is because I don't know how these are rated. There's light 50 sharp. Mm-hmm. Wildly horseradish. These all sound fake. Wickedly habanero. I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't like things in my cheese. Private stock. <gasps> they have a five-year cheddar? Girl, Joe's having a self-discovery moment here on the pod. Anyway, um, maybe I'll go sample some, and then maybe I'll also sample some more um, Tillamooks. Well, we need to have like a whole a, a whole taste test of different cheddars, and we need your your opinion. But I that involves that. buying I... a lot of cheese. Yeah, but like you have to monetize it, so right. I would make monetize a vlog it somehow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we can do favorite things. <laughs> 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 anyway, whatever. Um. I'm just trying to think, is there any anything else I have left on the on the cheddar train? Try that on I have cheddar, one question good. for you about cheese. Sure. White cheddar or orange cheddar when you're getting the block? Um, I don't really have a preference. Like I like both, but isn't orange cheddar just white cheddar with with a natto powder in it? Yeah. I always get white cheddar. You're a purist. Well, I don't know what I don't need any. I, I don't know what that other thing, that thing is. I think it's just a thing, but I don't want that thing. What, the Anato powder? It. Yeah. Is that it's what it's a, called? I think it is. It's an Anato, A-N-N-A-T-O. Is that what it is? I don't know. What makes cheddar orange? Yeah, Anato, the fruit of the Akiote tree. Sounds suspicious. Well, because like, I mean, our perception of cheddar being orange is because like where the original cheddar came from, please correct me if I'm wrong, which I probably am. Wasn't it because, like, the cows grazed and, like, just they were eating grass and it made their cheese orange because they were healthy? No, this says no cheese is naturally orange. Milk does not have orange pigment in it. And none of the bacterial processes going on inside aging dairy turns it such a bright hue. Why do we have this perception that cheddar should be orange? If you love an intriguing origin story, this version of how cheese became orange is for you. There is about seven paragraphs that I'm not gonna <laughs> that I I'm not gonna read right now. We'll never know. Oh, beta carotene. Yeah, isn't that like? Oh yeah, cows. The- I don't know. You can read this. It's on Popsi. Type Popsi. Why is some cheese cheese orange? Maybe we'll come at you next week with an update, but we'll probably not because I'll forget. Yeah, I know. I'm over it. Favorite S- things. Speaking of cheese, what's your favorite thing this week? These are a few of our favorite things. Um, did you find one that was good? Because mine's sad, but also okay. I don't know. Mine are just kind of blah, but whatever. Mine is blah as well. Um, I'll go first. Okay. My my favorite thing this week is my set of um Google Pixel Buds Pro. I've talked about these before. Why am I saying it again? Because (sighs) the holes in my brain have gotten bigger. I was 
doing a deep clean of my apartment. I was taking out the trash. I was picking up with all the macaroni on the floor, trying to deal with the black mold, you know, taking out the recycling, having a gay old time um, this past weekend. And it was like I was doing that on Friday. I was doing stuff, wasn't using my earbuds Saturday, wasn't using my earbuds until Sunday afternoon where I was, you know, I needed them. I don't know where they went. My earbuds had disappeared and I looked everywhere. I tore apart my entire apartment again after I was done deep cleaning and I did not find them. So my $200 expensive ass fucking earbuds that I need because, girl, I'm not going to get on that bus to work for an hour without that noise canceling. I don't deserve that. So my dumb ass went to Best Buy today and bought a new pair and put down another 200 So I feel bad about it. But goddamn. Have you ever... Wait, what happened? Girl. <laughs> Joe just entered the void. Wait, what happened? I lost my earbuds, so I had to go find a new pair. Oh, I thought they got lost in your ears. <laughs> well, you said your ear holes are getting bigger. And I was like, did your earbuds get sucked into your ear holes? Let me tell know. you I how I lost track at some point. That sentence did not come out of my mouth, first off. Well, you know. You said your ear holes are big. Didn't you? No. I don't know. Replay the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever misplaced or accidentally thrown something away or and just like felt absolutely horrible about it and had to replace it? No. Cause this is like the first time this has happened to me with something with like an expensive item. I don't lose things. Justin misplaces things all the time. <sighs> he he loses everything. Well, it not loses, misplaces. It does turn up occasionally. Uh, but and I, I'm the person who knows where everything in the house is. So he'll be mm. like, "Where's the tea kettle?" And I'm like, "It's in the bedroom." <laughs> I don't know why, but that no, that literally happened today. He said, "Where's the tea kettle?" I said, "It's in the bedroom." I saw um, it there. Why was it in the bedroom? So his desk is in our bedroom when he works from home, and he likes to have the tea kettle by his desk. So is it like what does it? Is it not like the alert? water heating up kettle, like the one that holds? The tea strainer and the tea. Oh, here I thought that like here's a, a kettle you're supposed to put on the stove and it's just like on his desk because he likes to. Look I guess at this it. is a this is a teapot. Oh, okay, yes, a teapot. So a okay. teapot holds the tea and a holds tea, the hot tea and a ke- I guess you would just say a kettle which heats up water. Put the know. kettle on. Sure. Um, the yeah the the kettle the kettle's in the bedroom. Interesting. Well, I'm glad he has you to keep track of shit. Because nothing feels worse than when you're looking for something, you realize that you're not going to find it, and then you have, it's like something expensive, and you're like, well, I really need this, and so I have to go out and put down money that I didn't, I shouldn't need to put down and buy a new set. So, I don't know, I'm going to have to put like a fucking tracker on this thing. I truly do not know where my old set ended up, and like, my dumbass could have put it like, I don't know, in the freezer? Who knows? Anyways. It's like the first time this has happened to me where like it was my fault. It wasn't like stolen. So I'm very happy to have her back. Noise canceling is a feature that you don't realize that you need um, until you have had it before. And then you don't really like to go back. It's kind of like, I don't know, like having a having a, a 4K TV or having like a, a 1440p monitor. Like I, I don't want to upgrade my system because then I'll know what I've been missing. So, wah, wah, but I'm happy to have it back. So my favorite thing are my earbuds. What about you, Joe? What's your favorite thing this week? Um, my favorite thing, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> I'm just like scrolling through things I bought on Google. Do you, hey, have you ever heard of powdered peanut butter? Um, yeah, it's big in like the fitness community. People like to use the they take the powdered peanut butter and they mix it with their like smoothies. protein powder or smoothies. Yes, yeah, it's good for that. I looked it up for dog reasons because Piggy's been picky lately and I wanted, so he, of course, y'all don't need to send me 2000 messages about xylitol and peanut butter. I know about xylitol. Now, this is, which, Why you know, is xylitol fun. in peanut butter? So, well, first of all, if you look on a peanut butter label, there's usually a lot of sugar added. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like, unless you're getting and, like organic, no sugar specific peanut butter, like that mass produced stuff, a lot of, it's not just peanut butter. It's like peanut butter and sugar and stabilizers and shit. Right. And a lot of the time now it's like, well, I don't know. There is this thing going around the Internet and it's like, watch out for your peanut butter. It's it's valid. 
Like it was like, make sure there's no xylitol because xylitol is poisonous to dogs. It is. Yeah, that sounds not valid. good for dogs. But also, like, I have eaten a lot of different peanut butters in my life. I've never found one with xylitol in it. Yeah, like, I don't ever. Think, I, although, like, when was the last time I looked at like the ingredient list of a peanut butter jar? I look at ingredients on peanut butter jars all the time because I need to know if I can share it with my dog. Right. So I usually get the ones that are only peanuts. Right. Like it's just ground up peanuts. Just ground up peanuts. Well, Piggy's been picky. And I was like, I've been making his food. Like, not as in like making it, but as in I take some of his dry food. I mix some water in. I put his vitamin powder. It's involved. Yes. And I was like, well, we could, I could make this more appetizing, put in a little peanut powder. So I found Crazy Richard's. Have you ever had Crazy Richard's peanut butter? I've seen it at the store. It's fine. But they have Crazy Richard's 100% pure, all natural peanut powder. Okay. And I had ordered it. The ingredient is peanut, peanut powder. Peanut in powdered form. Peanut in powdered form. I took, so it's for humans. I go to their website because I was like, I know, I, you know, if this is just peanuts, I can give it to Piggy too. And it's like, is this safe for dogs? Yes. And I was like, great. That's nice um, that they have that explicitly on their website. Yeah, it was really cool, actually, because it was the one reason I went to their website. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know this one thing. And they um, know. People are coming to that. And they know. So uh, I ate a little bit of it. And it is so weird. It, like, turns into peanut butter in your mouth. I felt like an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> I we, have, we have freeze-dried ice cream. We have powdered peanut butter. We're going back I to the I felt like moon, Sandra baby. Bullock. Sandra Bullock in the hit movie Gravity. Didn't she die? No. She made it back to Earth. I still have not seen that movie. Uh, George Clooney dies. Oh, okay. In, in my mind, part. Gravity and Interstellar are the same movie. No, Interstellar. Gravity's supposed to be... Gravity doesn't have any, like, mind fuckery. Interstellar's, mm. like, supposed to be one big mind fuck. Right. Gravity's like, oh, I fell out of a spaceship. Well, it blew up or something. I don't know. Who <laughs> know? Whatever. Um. Okay. What was the... Oh, yeah. So it's fun. The powder peanut wonder, butter is fun. You just described I it as wonder, fun. Well, I, I wonder how many other foods are powdered and where can I get them? Because I'm I, sick of eating. I bought some uh, cheese powder from Trader Joe's and it's all right. Nothing to write home about. What do they do with that? What do you do? I don't know. I just bought it because it was $2. Uh, Kraft. That, I don't know what they put in that Kraft mac and cheese powder. No, no, no. Kraft, um, you know, Parmesan. Oh, no, not the foot shavings. <laughs> not the foot shavings? <laughs> not, the sh- not the foot shavings. Girl, that's just good. The sawdust, the white sawdust. It's like cheese and cellulose or something, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, yeah, and it's like shelf-stable. I mean, we grew up on that, so that's why we like it. Um, r- Really, our favorite things this week were earphones that I, your earbuds that I lost and peanut butter powder. You know, you, you, you win some, you lose some with the podcast, you know? And this was a this win is not sure. our worst, not our worst ones by far. Oh no, by far, it could have been my instant pot. Your rice cooker. Mm-hmm. I don't even have a rice cooker anymore. Real sad. Yeah. Anyways, do you have any other last words before we blow up the broad- broadcast here? Nope, that's it. We're gonna go do an after show for mm-hmm. those of you who are Patreon patrons. Thank you so much for listening. Patreon patrons will have that bonus episode sometime this week as well. And we'll be back next week with a regular episode. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexandre T. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devin D. 
Edward P. Emily H. Gustavo Y. Helena B. Javier. J. L. Jess L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Scott A. Chantal H. Jariah S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.